Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back to the 143rd episode of Power Your Parenting Moms and Teens podcast. I'm Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. Today, we're going to talk about how to teach teens about earning, saving, spending, and giving. Our guest today has an amazing tool that will help you dial down the drama around all things money. Dean Brower is the co-founder and president of GoHenry, the ultimate kids debit card and financial education app. That's mission is to help millions of kids be good with money and offer unique parental controls. Designed for kids six through 18, children learn to spend safely and gain practical money habits through the earning, saving, spending, and giving features. The GoHenry card is issued by Community Federal Saving Bank, member FDIC, pursuant to license by MasterCard International. So welcome, Dean Brower. I'm really glad you're here, and my moms can learn a lot from you today. Thanks for having me, Colleen. I'm excited to chat. So one of the first questions I always ask is, do you have kids? I do. I have two children. Okay. A boy and a girl, eight and five. Okay. All right. So tell me the backstory about GoHenry. So I think a lot of your audience will relate to this. It was really born out of a need that we saw in our own family. And what was happening is that we were funding our own, like, kids' online habits with our own credit cards. And that meant we were giving more money than their allowances. And we didn't quite understand where all the money was going. And we felt that there was a real need to help kids take, you know, some get some freedom and independence around their money. As you move into a cashless society, they should be spending their own money on the things that they want to buy in iTunes and, you know, online Amazon and streaming video games and all that stuff. And that it always just felt like, we were giving our credit cards and kids were just, our kids just pressing buttons to buy things. And it's just, they never took ownership of it. We couldn't keep track of where our cards were. We couldn't keep track of what they were spending. And we saw a need to do two things. One was to help parents around this friction in their life and enable kids to move into a cashless society and start that learning early. Because we thought that, you know, particularly as you move into a cashless society, vital it's vital that children understand like the world of money that they're growing into that they get a feedback loop to understand what they're spending on have a mechanism to learn about wants versus needs how to save and how to spend safely so we built out the company off that insight and we looked at what traditional banks were doing and they weren't offering much to families and we thought there was this opportunity around family money management and trying to solve the problem of that parents and kids and teens have within a family of moving money and learning about money and spending money. So we created it. Okay, that's so cool. So t- talk about your card. What are some of the cool features you have for that card? Yeah, so GoHenry is like 
kind of, it's almost like a system in a way. And what you get is you get a debit card and you get an app and it works for the whole family. So there's companion apps for both parents, kids, and teens. And the features actually tailor to the child's age and also connects out to the family network as well. So relatives and grandparents could also contribute. So the way it works is it's like a state-of-the-art family banking app and you get a card and it comes with integrated financial education in it. So there's an app for parents, there's an app for children, there's an app for teens, and the app is kind of split in two areas. So one, you get a card and that card through the app, parents can oversee kids spending, set parental controls, how much money could be spent, where the card could be used. And then for the child, they get a whole bunch of card and banking features. So the app is designed around earning, saving, spending, giving. You could see that extending over time. So kids have these card features, money in, money out, able to spend, get freedom and independence. And then the other side of the app is about building kids' knowledge and skills. So we created something called Money Missions, which is an integrated financial education content in the app. And you kids can go through a full K-12 financial education. It's like a syllabus. They watch videos, take quizzes, earn points and badges, and work through the themes that are really important for them to learn. So you're connecting like the knowledge and skills with a practical application of money management to help kids gain confidence around money and the things that they should know and learn about from a young age that helps them in their adult life when they enter the adult world of money. We're really excited about that. And 96% of parents who are using GoHenry feel their kids are better off at managing money and gaining confidence around money than they were before they started using GoHenry. So you're moving families from like this cash-based method of allowance into a digital one, which offers, which offers all the benefits of you know, ease and convenience, oversight and control of spending, but while giving independence in a practical way for kids to learn by doing. That's so cool. So what do you think are some of the biggest mistakes like tweens and teens make around money issues? So one, they rely on their parents. And when their parents are giving them money, they don't treat it as their own. And we have heard this time and time and time again from parents. They go from a cash-based method of allowance to a GoHenry way. And in the GoHenry way, they start actually thinking about money as theirs. Therefore, they start making their own choices. And they start to learn about wants versus needs. They start to manage money. They start to think about what's being earned, how much they need to save. We allow donations to charities, but they even start to think of money as something not just for themselves, but for others. So it's like helping them go through a full cycle of, you know, like adults, we go to work every day, we earn some money, then we save for the future, then we spend and enjoy some of that money on the things that we want and need, and then sometimes we give to others. And it's helping kids like actually build that habit early and get confident and comfortable with working through that. So Time and time again, it's just that actually a lot of kids go from, you know, ferocious spenders to super savers. I love that. I have a great story around that, which is exactly what you said, is that, like, if it's parents' money, it's not their money. So a girl was really upset and it was a divorced family and the dad kind of wanted to be the cool dad with her. And he goes, well, here's my credit card. Go buy something. 
she sure did. I mean, she spent two to three thousand dollars, and the dad, of course, freaked out because he thought she was just going to buy a pair of jeans or something. That's a good example. Like she had no clue. No, it's it's. I mean, it's just it's like happens over and over again. Transactions of your kids showing up on your monthly statement because your credit card's attached to Xbox, or you're just handing out the card and there's you know no limit on it, and they go to the shopping center. And what we're trying to do is create a feedback loop so that kids like they get this freedom and independence, they get their own card, they get a banking app, they get the financial education, and then they start to learn. And for, you know, we were perfect for families. We serve families from kids as young as six all the way to 18. The app actually tailors to the kid's age. So we have a child account for kids 13 and under. And then for 13 plus, it actually starts to transition into more adult features and functions. So after 13, the child gets a more mature user interface. They get a routing number and account number. So employer wages could be paid into their account. They get P2P payments, more mature cards. And it's all about helping them move from like, you know, being young and the, when they're young and they get their first experience, it's often in our community with GoHenry, it's often the first debit card they're getting. So it's like a driver's license moment and they feel really grown up and it's great. And that happens really at ages eight, nine, 10, 11. And then we take them right through to 18 so that when they go out into the adult world of finance, they're prepared better. And that, you know, we always say like, it's better to give your kids some freedom and independence under your control when they're 10 and they waste $10 than when they're 18 and on campus and they get their first credit card and they make $10,000. And then that compounds. So we're really here to teach kids about everything that they should know and do as it relates to money. Yeah, so I, I see a, an area that has become a huge problem for parents is definitely around the video games, especially if they have access to their parents' credit cards because they just want to keep buying those special things to make them the best at the game. Yeah, yeah. And you need to modify that behavior. I mean, I see it in my own family and... You know, our view of it, like what we try to do is create a tailored experience. And so it's flexible. And then parents can use that in a way that makes sense for their values. So in my family, in my household as a parent, I understand that video games are a part of culture and a part of a teen's life and a child's life. And I understand that it's also, you know, there's some pros that there's a lot of creativity and problem solving happening. It's also their social life because they're connecting with their friends in a digital way. That becomes a part of their life. But all day long, I'm getting requests, right? Yeah. For more money and more top-ups and more money. And all of a sudden, my son gets his GoHenry card and it's attached to his account with his own card. And the request stop and he starts making choices of how he wants to spend his allowance. And it's not up to me. You know, I could coach him. The app helps to coach them. I help to coach them. But really what it's doing is it's enabling a real world conversation. And he starts asking me about things. And we just have a discussion. In my family, I'm not trying to control my child's spending. I'm trying to allow him to have some freedom to make his own choices. And then we can talk about those choices, you know, after the fact. But it's all done within guardrails. It's like we're giving, you know, the metaphor, I guess, or analogy is 
you take your children when they're young to the playground and they're in the sandbox and it's in the sandbox. It's unstructured play and they have freedom. But, you know, it's in a sandbox and it's safe. And in a way, that's what we're doing with money. Yeah, I like to use the dog park illustration. The dog park oh, has, yeah. the dog can run free, but there's a fence around the dog park. So that's, that's great. They learn a lot if it's seeing their money disappear. So one aspect of the app that I loved is Tap Tap Chores. So can you talk about that? Sure. Yeah. So the way we've designed the app is that in terms of how kids can earn money is their parents could set a regular allowance. So let's say every Saturday morning, just, you know, five, 10 bucks, 15 bucks goes to their cars. You can make a one-off payment. So if your kids are out in the city or they need an extra bit of money, you can in real time send them money. And then the third way is that parents who set up tasks and chores for their kids to earn extra money. And this can be a polarizing subject. And most parents do a mix of all those three things to give their kids money. But what we hear from our community all the time, there's a bunch of chores that are just part of family life. That's just, that's expected. You're not going to incentivize your kids for that because that's the role in, you know, the family they have to play. But a large majority, particularly when the kids are younger and trying to help them understand the value of money, earning money, is helping them to incentivizing them to earn extra. So we allow any kind of task to be set up. We give parents a lot of recommendations. You know, what's the value of like the dishwasher, you know, cleaning your room or extra homework. And then parents could set up the tasks and chores that make sense for each individual child in the family about how they want to incentivize it. Again, this goes back to like every day adults all across America wake up and go to work and get paid to go to work. So there are certain things that just make a lot of sense to incentivize your kids around doing some extra, whether that's housework or extra homework or piano practice. It helps to motivate. And then we see funny stuff in the community as well. Like I think a lot of parents have a lot of fun with it. We keep, we've, we've seen like posts and emails and names on, you know, around the internet around like, oh, I set up a dollar today so that you can tell me you love me. Or <laughs> I set up $2 so you can remember to take a shower today, right? So it doesn't have to be serious all the time. And um, part of it's a little fun. So do the parents like check and then the they get the money or how does that work? Again, back to the flexibility, we actually allow the parent to choose. So the parent can innate, the parent could choose to check off the task after it's done and only move the money once they've checked that it's been done, or they can enable the app to just allow the child to check it and the money move automatically. And what's the thinking behind that? Again, it's all about being flexible to the values of the parents. But like for me and my family, part of it is like when my son was really young, it was like, okay, I'm just going to check to make sure and then we can discuss it. But as he gets into the routine, I trust him. So I don't want to go in and check it off. I just trust that he checks it off. The money moves. I get a notification. And, you know, that creates a teachable moment if he didn't do the chore. Right. And I got to talk to him about it. So, yeah, no, I love that. So talk about that you set spending controls. Talk about some of that. It's all enabled by the parent and it's tailored to each individual child. And the parent can use the app to set how much could be spent in a week, how much could be spent per transaction, and where the card could be used. 
And the where for us is just that a category, like channel level, let's say. So can you use the card online? Can you use it to take money out of an ATM or can you use it um, in store? And then behind that is because it's a MasterCard product that before we even get the chip configured, we've already blocked stores that, you know, are, aren't appropriate for kids under 18. For us, it's not actually about control. Our customers, a lot of them choose us because we don't actually allow them to block where the child could spend from a store saying like, you can spend on iTunes or you can't spend at Starbucks. Our customers have always put back, that's just too overreaching. So for GoHenry, it's not about actually control. It's just about some oversight. All that can be changed in real time and tailored to the age of the child about what the family feels appropriate. And then as you get to the teen account, it loosens up and becomes more about budgets and less about control. And again, through the whole experience, from six to 18, it is about empowering kids and giving them independence. And, you know, that's a theme you're hearing. It's just straddling freedom and independence with the right kind of oversight for the parent. That's great. So one thing that I really like about your app is that you have something for charity or giving. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So we have a giving feature and, um, we partner with Boys and Girls Clubs of America, and what it allows is for children to start to think of money as something not just for themselves, but to help those who need it the most. And um, the feature allows kids to make micro donations to Boys and Girls Clubs of America. So they can set up a weekly micro donation, they can make a one-off donation, and it helps them, um, it keeps track of how much money they give over time, and just helps to create, you know, this this habit of giving early in life. Mm, I love that. So you, I know you have on your website a section like what they'll learn. So can you talk about some of those things? Like I, I wrote down like money basics, saving habit, helping others. Can you talk about some of the things that they will learn? Yeah. So that's on the, what we call the money mission. And that's the, the content side of the app and the knowledge and skill building side of the app, which is so We've created a, a curriculum that goes from K to 12 and is mapped to financial education standards and guidelines. And we worked with some teachers. And really, it's taking kids through what they need to know about money and tailoring it to their age and their experience. So we start off with things like money basics and jobs and earnings. And then it builds and moves into credit and money safety and invest. And kids are just going through, you know, you watch a video, you take a quiz, you earn points and badges, and it's all designed to make it fun, to have it fit naturally into a kid's life. It's like micro learning, and it sticks because while they're learning that, they're also practicing using money. And, you know, you feel proud as a parent. Like the other day, I was with my eight-year-old, and he was asking me about the construction on the street. And he said, you know, Dad, how's that paid for? And they went, oh, I remember, it's taxes. It's That's what taxes are used for. I said, where'd you learn that? You know, and he's, oh, good, the money mission. Oh, that's great. And you just feel great as a parent, right? So we're taking kids through this education outside of school. We feel like Go Henry is all about learning by doing. It's a practical, light touch experience, but it's meaningful. And yeah, like really fun. I'll send you the videos after and the quizzes and you can see, you know, so it's a chat bot and like 
you go through the, you watch this video on a subject and you start answering and it's really fun. Like, you know, lots of gifts pop up and it's about delighting and surprising the child and rewarding them and making them feel good for learning. Oh, I love it. So why do you think financial literacy is important in our kids and teens? So the first thing is, you know, it's as, almost as simple as like kids who can't manage money become adults who can't manage money. And so when we look at like building capability and life skills for children in every other area of their life, you're doing that from a young age. So why wouldn't you do it for money? And then there's been research that backs this up. So there's this kind of study that was done. It's now it's kind of five, six years past the study, maybe longer than that. And it showed that actually your attitudes and habits towards money begin to form as young as seven. And it's your parents who play the biggest role in shaping those attitudes and habits. Mm. And what we're trying to do is give parents the tools to do this in a positive way. Most parents, are, they don't know when to give allowance. What age should I start allowance? How much should I give my child? When should they be thinking of saving? When should they be thinking about understanding wants versus needs? When should they start earning all their money? And so we're trying to address these pain points through an experience. And what it's doing is it's engendering real-world conversation between the parent and the child. It's not about a digital relationship. And starting young and building those habits young really paid dividends later in life. As, as my grandfather always told me, he said, you know, when you're young, you build your habits. And when you're old, your habits make you. So we're just dealing with that area and money like you're building a life skill. You learn to read when you're like young. You learn to ride a bike. You learn to swim. You learn to play music. You learn a language. You learn to play sport. And money is a huge void. And it's often a topic that people have trouble talking about. And we're just trying to make this fun and practical. And then it all comes down to helping. What I was saying earlier is that when you're enabling these skills at a young age, if you're not doing it, the risk is you launch your kids into the adult world. And then they hit easy credit, easy funds. They're not thinking about money. They don't feel confident. They're not capable to make life decisions. And this is truly not calculus. It's one plus one equals two. And it's building up a confidence and an understanding. And it's for all areas of the spectrum. I mean, we have parents who are customers who are on one side, um, you know, single income, hardworking folks, good values. And what they're trying to do is make sure that their kids don't repeat the mistake they made when they got their first credit card. And then you go all the way up to the upper end, you know, of the spectrum. And these are families with a lot of resources and a lot of time to help their kids. And what they want is they don't know where to start with helping their kids learn about the value of money and understand it. And what ties everyone together, you know, in our community from these two extremes is they all aspire to help their kids to be better in this area. And then our roles to inspire them and give them the tools and the knowledge and the inspiration to do that and create those learning moments with their children. Oh, that is so important because I think these kids can go to college and they think, like, I need clothes I need something to drink on the weekends, but I didn't budget for shampoo or toilet paper. So I think yeah. just starting at a young age, you start to go, oh gosh, I've got to think about all these things. Yeah. 
And how do I set up my utility? Should I finance and buy a car or should I lease a car? Which credit card is right for me? How do I look at my student debt? Like I'm taking what will end up being one of the two largest loans of my life to fund an education. How do I actually help my kid who's going to go take that student loan, think about the education they're getting and the payback of that education on the salary it's going to create for them to be able to pay back and serve their loan. I mean, all this stuff can be started really young to build a consciousness and it's really not hard. This isn't about like, I didn't do well in math and I should be scared of this. It's practice, consciousness, just having the frameworks to kind of work through this stuff. And it's funny because as your kids grow, they don't need to know everything. They don't need to understand how to take out that loan when they're 12. But maybe six months before they're ready to take that loan and apply to university, is the right time to start talking about those things. And so it kind of is almost, sometimes it's at a point of need, but the problem is it's too late if you haven't learned anything at that point of need. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, this is great stuff. So what advice do you have for our moms? Like what's your one big, huge advice for the moms listening? Clearly we want them to, you know, go to Go Henry, try it out and see if that works for their family. But the biggest advice for all the moms is that first, just because you don't feel confident in this area doesn't mean you can't help your kids learn. Second, is don't overcomplicate it. It is one plus one equals two and start early and find the tool that's right for you to spend a bit of time each week introducing your kids at the appropriate age to the appropriate um, thing that they need to learn. And I think that's where we help is, again, people don't know where to start and what to do. And it's just about starting, keeping the conversation positive around money. There's a lot of things we could do I think our role as parents and adults is to not bring the financial pressures that we have in our own lives to keep our families going in a negative way onto our kids, but actually allowing them to be part of certain family decisions. Like if you have a teenager, have them research the broadband that you should choose Hmm. or the streaming service and compare costs or let them choose in the store when your kids are eight, you know, go to the cereal aisle, come back with two cereals, tell me the cost of it and tell me why you want to choose one versus the other. Show them the grocery bill, you know, the fun stuff and empower and enable them to believe that anyone could do it. Anyone could build financial wellness. Some of us start from a very different place. That's totally fair. And it's just a a harder hill to climb. And that's a really tough part about our society right now. But anyone can make choices about their income and where they spend their money and how they manage their money. And in all areas of society, we could just enable our kids to reach for their dreams and think about how financial capability and wellness can help them. And this isn't about being wealthy. This is about empowering your kids to work within the situation they have and the means and being able to feel confident to ladder up and keep going. Yeah, that's great. And I would think that Go Henry would dial down the drama, which is the name of my first book in most <laughs> homes, because you would have this system set up that you wouldn't have to argue around. No, I'm not giving you money for that. You know, like, I think it would dial down tons of drama. We hear that in the most simple way. We hear that all the time. You're absolutely right. It's like you got a cash method of giving your kids allowance. 
You never have the right amount of change. You can't keep track of the chores they've done. You forgot to pay them for two weeks. Now you've lost track of how much you owe them. And they're just the negative source of tension in the family. They're just all the kids then just come to you and the teens, I need more money. I want more money. I need this. I need that. And this turns it into truly, from what our customers say, a really positive and easy and convenient experience for parents and kids. Oh, that's great. So how can moms find out more about GoHenry and how could they contact you? So they can just go to gohenry.com. takes a couple minutes to sign up and then we ship the cards out right away. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, Simple. thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Colleen. That was fun. Yeah. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms and Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. Also, my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find that and order it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And you can always find other great resources and contact me at ColleenOGrady.com, two L's and two E's. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.